Coming up on this brand new episode of Don't Panic, we've got technology news including tech for your eyeballs, including the launch of HoloLens and HTC Vive. We also talk about uh, Microsoft ending its bridge to Android. We've got some confusing new iPads and someone's dicking around with our Leafs. You gotta hear it all on this upcoming episode of Don't Panic. This is Don't Panic, episode number 123, recorded February 29th, 2016, on Dead Leafs, Five Alive, and a Bridge Too Far. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast that went on with its, with its acceptance speech so long the orchestra had to play us off. I'm Sean Jennings, joined by the Edith Head and Walt Disney of technology. Um, these two men walk away with the golden statuette. It is Dan Miller and Colby Rabideau. Yeah. Gentlemen, hey, hey, hey. What's the scoop? Not too much. I watched the Oscars last night. It was weird. Oh yeah. Was it? I think did, the, did you so so I don't know if you guys have observed this phenomenon but like many times like HD having things in HD makes them too real and so it's like the like watching people walk down the red carpet was not spectacular it was just like people walking out of limousines and into a hotel um it's like no longer feels like far away or distant it's just like very regular sure they're wearing nice clothes but like it's very regular i thought it was a little bizarre now did you watch my what i like about and i i very i don't really watch the red carpet because i agree it's horrifically boring (laughs) yeah but if you've ever watched ease coverage they do all this super gimmicky stuff with cameras, camera technology, like they have this thing, it's like the dress cam 3000, you know, where I get these ideas. <laughs> like the and it's dice a cam- cam? Is that and where you a- got the dice cam that's where 3000? I got the- <laughs> and they, they, so they have a camera on a stick that's on the ground and then just pulls up at a regular speed so you can see their dress from top to bottom. And then they had, they have the shoe cam, which where you put your shoe in front of it and then they cut to it and it shows what shoes you're wearing. And they have the nail cam where you put your hand in a box and there's a camera in there. <laughs> it's like, and it's they show like what getting nails you're taken wearing. down to the station and processed for a crime. Oh my God. They've got so many camera gimmicks. It's crazy. And it's kind of it's kind of entertaining to watch. That that I will give them credit for because it is really, <laughs> really gimmicky. I was um, I was just watching the the ABC coverage or whatever. It wasn't it was it was I mean it was gimmicky, I guess, but not that gimmicky. No, no, that was another level. Um yes, our our opening was a reference to the two uh, most award winning Academy Award winning individuals. In cinema, Walt Disney, who won uh, 22 Oscars, the most by a male, and Edith Head, a costume designer, who won eight, the most for a female. There you go. Walt Disney also holds the records for most Oscars won in a single year when he won four in 1954. Wow. That's a, that's a lot of Oscars. Yeah. If you're looking for something entertaining to read, go to the Wikipedia page for a list of Academy Award records. <laughs> It's kind of fascinating. And, and although huh. Mad Max didn't win any of the big ones, they did win uh, the most. That's right. Uh, all, 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 the, all the real technical ones. Yeah. They got like three or four, right? Yeah, they did They did pretty well. What Spotlight, by the way, who won Best uh, Picture. Which I had never even set, heard of. It, really? It's supposed to be very good. Yeah, never heard of it. I heard about The Revenant. I heard about Room, Bridge of I'm, Spies. Maybe, maybe I only heard of Spotlight because... I live in Boston. Mm, that's true. 
that a Bastin movie? Yeah, so it's about the the like Boston Globe reporters who broke the like priest. Oh, uh, I had story. heard about this movie. I just didn't know that it was called Spotlight. Or yeah. a movie, not story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spotlight. Interestingly enough, the the first movie since the fifties to win Best Picture and only one other award. Oh, interesting. Which it won for screenplay, I think. Yeah, I think I think it was best original screenplay. Yes, it was. Yes, because the big short was best adapted. Correct. Given to Adam McKay, who co-wrote uh, Anchorman and a number of Will Ferrell comedies. Interesting. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fascinating that was a thing to evening. watch. It was kind of funny, too, because talk about getting sucked in. I didn't want to watch it because I really I didn't see any of the movies. I really didn't care. My plan was to just read who won. But then it was on Twitter and people were tweeting about it. And I'm like, well, shit, I kind of got to got to know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> have, I have a question. Have you guys seen The Revenant? No. no. It like no. is not appealing to me at all. Like, That's what I. Maybe yes. I just don't understand. Also, I mean, like, I guess I'm, I'm glad Leonardo DiCaprio won. Like, he's been nominated six times or whatever. That seems great. But, like, is that really, like, of all the, the, the great movies he's been in, like, is that the best, his best job? I don't know. Well, Maybe the, it is, but. The only thing I can say about it is, and, and this is, to me, an indicator of quality, is my mother, okay? Mm-hmm. Whose favorite kind of movies are, like, Katherine Heigl, romantic comedies, you know, like Lifetime Movie of the Week. Yeah. She saw The Revenant and thought it was amazing. Really? So if she can see it and really enjoy gotcha. it, huh? that to me says, I think it's got to at least have some appeal. I agree yeah. just from the topic and the trailers and like not at all a movie I'd want to see. But Yeah. it. I mean, not. I don't know. Like, I feel like one day I'll probably watch it and enjoy it. Like, it's that kind of movie that like I'd watch on HBO or something, but not that I would go to go to go see mm-hmm. uh, but maybe i'm just not like sophisticated enough to... <laughs> i guess i yeah. i didn't see most of i haven't seen spotlight or the room or brooklyn or like any of the movies that were on there so maybe i don't know. that's that's what it is i'm just not sophisticated yeah give I will myself say I, too I, much credit i am excited to see some of these movies when they start coming out on uh digital and netflix and mm-hmm and all that sort of stuff. I think it was a, a decent crop of films. Uh, I, I Now, were you guys at all bummed to see um, Star Wars not really nominated for anything? Yeah, that was... That or, was... or no, do you think that was fair? Was It It was nominated for some stuff, right? It, it was like two the two sound awards, sound mixing and sound editing, and then like one visual... I think it was three yeah. awards total they were nominated for. But none, I mean... of, the, none of the acting, directing, writing... I, I guess it's not really like Oscar-y, like I don't know. I, I think like the visuals and stuff were all good, but like it's a tough year for that with Mad Max in the in the in the running. Like mm-hmm. I don't I mean I mean I think they they were like the rightful winners of, of all the, the technical awards that they won. Um I don't know. Like I so- guess it's fair. Star Wars was good. Like, I liked it. It was enjoyable, but I don't know. What do you think? Uh, uh, Never mind. They also got nominated for music. Uh, Yeah, right. Best original score. 
Yeah, the only the only categories I would have seen nominations in are best director for Abrams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe best picture only because they do up to ten, and I don't know why. It, I could guarantee I could have told you it wasn't going to win, but I still think right. it could have been nominated. Um, and in terms of acting, I do think it's. I think the acting was so strong in the other movies they wouldn't have won. Mm-hmm. Um, except, get yeah. this, I would have done Harrison Ford supporting actor. Oh. Because I think he would have won just from. He would have just won from gimmick alone. Just because he's the old guy who's been around for so long, and <laughs> don't worry, I got the screenshot. Oh no! Hang on, my internet. Oh no! No 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 no! <laughs> Hang on, can you guys hear me? Fuck! This never works. Oh shit! All right, hang on, folks. We're going to get these uh, these gentlemen back here in a minute. Once my internet kicks back on, hopefully really soon. Oh, no, it's not coming back on. All right. Hello? Yo. Yo. You got to turn your video back on. I know. It, my internet did that thing again where it just drops out for for no reason. Mm-hmm. I've really got to figure out why it's doing that. Yeah. Come on, open. Damn you. All right. Well, we're still trying to work on uh, D-Mills. Yeah. The Miller Express. Very annoying. Computers. I know. I know. <laughs> I do I do like the freeze frames. <laughs> Dan I, and I, I ups- uploaded the same picture. I, I put it in Don't Panic. You guys are so funny. That's, uh, that's I think, going to be my new profile picture right there. <laughs> um... All right, well, we'll give him a minute to see if he can come back here. Uh, but in the meantime... Okay. Now, while we're working on Dan, uh, Colby... Mm-hmm. Up next, we would hypothetically have tech news. That's how we roll here. Mm-hmm. Now, is there? We've got a few stories in the rundown. Before we get to them, you can think about which one you want to talk about first. While we're waiting for Dan to get back on the phone, I will remind everyone at home about this show. Don'tpanic.io is our website. Um, it would be good if you went there because we have all of our past episodes, audio, video. Uh, and all our picks for every episode are up on that fantastic website, don'tpanic.io. And, of course, all the links there to follow and subscribe on the various services. Colby, do you know all the places you can subscribe to the show? Uh, I'm not sure. Can I try? You you go for it, and we'll see, we'll see how many you can get. Okay, so RSS, just yeah, plain old course. RSS. That works with everything. Uh, 
iTunes, Stitcher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, random podcast apps of your choice. Yeah. Uh, Twitch TV. Yeah. YouTube, uh-huh. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we have an Instagram? We not yet. Oh man, we're not legit. Not yet. No, we're missing that. <laughs> no, and I think the only one you missed was uh, was Google Play Music, which were uh, oh yeah, I would have awesome. totally forgotten about that. Uh, as well. So very good, very good. You get a little round of applause for that. Thanks, appreciate um, it. I'm subscribed to No Panic on all of those things. Yeah, I know. Well, it's yeah. good. It counts towards our subscriber <laughs> numbers. We don't track um, every time you do that. No, I'm just kidding. I don't subscribe to any. I don't actually don't subscribe to Don't Panic at all because I'm here for the whole thing. <laughs> you're not missing anything because you're. <laughs> yeah, it always seemed a little a little redundant. That's probably to subscribe okay. to my own show. Um, now, Colby, while we're waiting for Dan, a quick question. Uh, Sin Unlimited on Twitch asks, real question here is how does Colby always have such luscious locks? <laughs> do, do you have oh. any, any um, anything you'd like to say? I think it's just like genetic, really. I don't don't do anything anything special. This is not the first time someone has commented on my hair. Uh, fun, so fun story. Uh, while we're on this topic, um, one time Dan and I in college were in New York City, and we were we were like leaving New York City. We were walking into into Penn Station, uh, and like walking through the door, this guy asked us if we had had a had a cigarette. And I was like, nah, man, I don't smoke. And he was like, well, you're an asshole, but you got nice hair. (laughs) It's really weird. (laughs) Oh, man, Colby, we're going to have that put on your tombstone. Here lies Colby Rabideau. He may be an asshole, but he has really great (laughs) hair. I love it. See, this is what's great. We do the, and that's the other place too. You you mentioned you can subscribe. You can also watch us live Monday nights, roughly 10 p.m. <laughs> Eastern, on Twitch.tv. And if you comment, we'll talk about you in the show while we're waiting for Dan to call in. Um, and while we're waiting for Dan to call in, um, let's let's get to the bulk of the reason here. There's we're not gonna can't wait forever. Um, we're already 15 minutes in. So Colby, what on here is the first story you would like to talk about? Uh, Facebook like buttons? Facebook like buttons, absolutely. You can't... The beauty is, Colby, now not only can you like things, but you can react to them. Facebook yeah. has rolled out reaction buttons, that they call, uh, to your news feed. Um, they should be coming soon. I have them. I don't know, Colby. Do you have them yet? Have you looked? I have them, yeah. Yeah, I think most people do. Um, you'll see them in the mobile app on the website. They're pretty easy to use. The in addition to like, you now have five additional reactions to things people do on Facebook, including love, haha, wow, sad, and angry. Basically, all the human emotions. Um, and then it shows next to the posts how many hahas or likes or whatever it's received. Um, it's launching on iOS, Android, and the web as well. And so I'll put a little picture up here on the screen for the folks at home to see what that looks like if you don't have it. Uh, Colby, have you uh, sadded anything? I don't know what the verb is. I haven't... I haven't... Reacted? <laughs> sadded anything. I I did a ha-ha once. Um, I don't know. I think it's cool, though. It's like Instagram, but... Le- I mean, it's like Slack, but less fun. Uh, I don't know. It makes sense, though. It's like... Like is weirdly generic and and not applicable. Dan says so. Wow, 
I'm like, where'd ever put me on hold like that? No, I don't, because Dan tried to call me. Oh. And then, uh, and and I tried to merge the calls, and it didn't it didn't work. Then he's saying, "Are you there?" So hang on. <laughs> We're gonna try and get Dan Miller back on the line. Computers are hard. They okay. Now he's calling. Add to group call. Dan. Hello. Hey. The fuck happened? I I have absolutely no idea. The fuck indeed. That that's weird. That's weird stuff. Um, but you're back. And which is good. We talked while you were gone. We talked about Colby's luscious locks. Ah, yeah. somebody commented in the chat. Room. Asshole. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, somebody commented <laughs> in the chat like how I I don't know I don't remember what he said, but or he or she said. But the the then I told this story about that guy outside of Penn Station. <laughs> yep, that's a that's a, a story emblematic of Penn Station. Yeah, I think it's also the canonical Colby's hair story as well. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know that many other Colby hair stories though. That's no, me either. Except maybe this will be one. I mean, now. It, yeah, yeah, this is hey, like version the two. Universally acclaimed hair of Colby Rabideau. That's right. Critically acclaimed. Two it, thumbs. It is something up. that's been commented on before by like random people in random situations. Uh I don't know. There you go. I don't know if that's good or bad. It's a um, thing. That... And then after Colby's hair, we moved on, Dan, to talk about Facebook reactions. Oh, yeah. You can ha-ha, be sad or angry, um, or post all kinds of things. Have you used these, Dan? Yeah. Yeah, what They're do you think? Fun. They're fun. They're not world-changing. Uh, but, like, I don't need them to be. Now, they don't uh, harm me. Well, see, I went to start using them, right? Because I saw them, I'm like, oh, that's cool. But then I'm like, I am way too uncommitted to things to love <laughs> or be angry. Like, I feel like that's too extreme. And I, mm-hmm. I felt very like I'll be judged and like it it puts well, too hard of a stamp on things no, when I use them. I, yeah. I feel like that's that's like that's good, right? Like that's what they're for. Like you wouldn't use them until so you felt like actually very strongly enough about something to use them. Like what's the, there's no point if like the love button becomes a new like button, then it doesn't matter. But like I don't know. I feel like most most things on Facebook like I, I'm saying like too many times and it's bothering me. Are you paid by but, the like? <laughs> <laughs> The like button is is sufficient for for what you know. It's like a, a an acknowledgement of like. Huh, but that's what I liked like, about I consumed it. Consumed this. It's <laughs> universal. It is like it is binary. Yeah. Whereas so, this is too 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 but much. But the, the like is still is still universal. Yeah. It's still like super low super low commitment. Is I'll probably never use like haha I used and like wow yeah. and maybe even but like angry is like what would you even post it'd be like you know your friends when, like vote when, for bernie sanders and you're like angry i don't you no, know no, like, no, no, no. When, when we posted our our status about getting a held hostage at the buffalo wildlings that would have been the perfect opportunity to use the angry reaction mm, yeah indeed i guess maybe they an did. opportunity has an original and when someone posts like a relationship status or like engagement pictures that's a good then opportunity you go, Ha-ha, when they break <laughs> up <laughs> lots of room for failure yeah but it's less less of uh 
It's less of a I love this and more of a I'm putting a heart onto this thing. I'm going to go, go find something to react to on Facebook right. right now. So here, so here's <laughs> what I'm going to do. I am going to... I'm, I'm looking on my Facebook too. All right. There is a post by... Oh, so here... Uh, no, I don't want to... Man, I've got a lot of shitty friends on Facebook. Not you guys, <laughs> though. Other people. This is why I don't... All right. So here's a post about a Lamborghini... Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go on and I am going to, I'm going to wow it. Wow. And you can see, so it says here, uh, one point, uh, 1,600 people have liked it. 136 people have wowed it. 135 people have loved it. One person has angried it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what value that adds. Does it take away value though? Like, no, I guess not. You know? It's just every time Facebook rolls something out, I want to hate it. But I guess you're right. This is pretty pretty bland for a new Facebook feature. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't get any simpler. It it doesn't it doesn't intrude either. Like you're free you're free to continue pressing the like button as you always did. I'm gonna like the post that we're live. You know what? I'm gonna love the post now that we're live on uh, that we're live on Twitch. Love it. Mm, I'm gonna get angry at it. Well, yeah. Well, I like <laughs> I I loved it as don't panic. And I'm going to be sad as Sean Jennings. Because <laughs> nobody should have to watch this dribble. <laughs> Sin Unlimited on Twitch says, Great oh, time wait, to wait, use wait. the sad face when your crush gets engaged. That's, that's true. That's, I like yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, how should I react to this uh, story that someone shared that a fellow Marist alumnus, Bill O'Reilly, has lost custody of his kids in a unanimous court decision? Oh, see, now that's controversial, right? Because on one, you could be sad or it could be ha-ha. It could be angry. Yeah, I'm really like, you feel like like there's justice was not served in this case. I don't know. I think the ha-ha, like ha-ha, like, or or wow. No, no, Well, wow is kind of universal, right? Because you're not saying whether you like it or you hate it. It's just you're surprised. Yeah, yeah. That's, you can't be accused yeah. of being a dick when you just wow something. <laughs> I hope. You're first. I, so uh, this, is, this is a total tangent, but my favorite part about Facebook for the last month is like those 30-second like food recipe videos. I love is them. Your, you, uh, I, I can't get enough of them. I could watch them for days on end. I dislike them. <laughs> angry angry and honestly you know the the worst part about it is that like uh if they hadn't done the autoplay video things i never ever mm-hmm. would have watched one ever. i haven't seen these where, where where do you see these are they is it something you, you subscribe think, to there's like there's like a buzzfeed food i have a couple people like uh that i'm friends with uh. like the things um and I don't know, they just show up in my feed once in a while. But I started following BuzzFeed Food. <laughs> that's cool. So now, whenever I'm bored on the tea, that's what I do. I just look at those. You just watch the videos? That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's amusing. Yeah. I don't know if this will make me use Facebook more, but it doesn't make me dislike it less. So, so okay, guys, how about this? What is your reaction to this announcement? Uh, to which one? To, to the fact that Facebook now has these reactions. Uh, I like it, right? You like it. It's, wor- it's worth noting. Yeah. Uh, you don't love it, but you like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I was 
I was pretty surprised that they did it. Uh, because it seemed like it wasn't a thing they were going to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's true. It doesn't have been... been talked about for so long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like how in, in the announcement post they explicitly call out the fact that everyone's been asking for a dislike button, and this isn't that. But as close as you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like this is, I don't know, like this is the best kind of like doing something the users want where like you don't want, you usually don't want to do exactly what the users want because they don't, they, they, not that they know what they want to do, but like you kind of have to read into what, what, what is actually a good solution to the problem. And it's mm-hmm. not usually the, 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 I don't know, the first thing that comes to mind. Hey, it's I, I personally I think this is better than when uh when Twitter changed it from favorites to likes, so No, that made a lot of sense. You didn't like that? Because it, it didn't at least this adds functionality. All that did was yeah. just change stars to hearts. Yeah, but one of the big theories about Twitter is no one knows how to use it. Like well, You favoriting... can't figure out how favorites work, they've been in your browser for decades. <laughs> no one uses bookmarks, Sean. I use bookmarks, Dan. Get out. I got I got hundreds of bookmarks. I got Jeez. a bookmarks bar. You got to transfer. Uh, it's all in the cloud now, I yeah. guess. Yeah, Google, Google syncs them. It's great. Remember back in the day you had to export your bookmarks and back them up? I do. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Back in the day. I'm, I wonder how many bookmarks I have in Pinboard. Now, a lot of mine are old, but I still I, st- I love my bookmarks bar because it's just a it's good shortcuts. Um Colby, how do you, what's your reaction to this? You want to pick one of the six? Uh, I I think uh, I I would consider the wow face because mm. it's kind of exciting. I mean, it's cool and it's like it's a thing that's been talked about in one way or another for mostly as long as I can remember. I think. Uh, and it's finally here. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it the ha ha. The ha ha because I think it's funny. I think it's funny. People are going to be like liking things and be angry at things and sad at things. It's going to be fun. See, seeing what people are saying. So, um, nice. cool. Look for that on a Facebook near you. Uh, let's continue on with some other stories here, guys. In the rundown, we've got some good ones, but you only but you can only pick one. Which oh, will it be? It's Dan's turn, so now. Oh, it's about, oh, it's my turn. Yes, yeah. it is. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, I know. Uh, Hololens. It's Hololens. Happening. It's here. Now I remember. Let's see if you got. You guys probably remember when the Google Glass first came out. Yeah. We had a little question amongst ourselves: Who would be the person to to plunk down the what was it a thousand fifteen hundred bucks <laughs> yeah. for Google Glass? So let me ask the both uh, either of you gentlemen: Are you planning on plunking down uh, three thousand dollars for a HoloLens developer kit? No. <laughs> Think, no, no, you can take your time. You don't have to answer right away, really. <laughs> Pace yourself. Uh, no, I'm not. I, 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 I just giggle at the thought of people wearing this around. It's so big. They won't be wearing it around, though, right? That's the, that's the difference. It, it'll I be a, It's like an at-home, in-the-office thing only. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but wasn't there the guy wearing the Galaxy uh, VR headset on the subway that blocks your eyes? I, I specifically <laughs> remember that image. So, 
you'll see somebody wearing this out about you shouldn't yeah. but it'll definitely happen oh for sure. way, see i feel like they won't they at least won't have the problem google last had where like you'll look like a jerk instead you'll just look ridiculous <laughs> exactly. like, it's completely not douchey comical. it's just dumb right yes <laughs> yeah so the story here uh the device the hololens we've talked about it on the show before is now available for pre-order $3,000 to get your development kit. Uh, they will begin shipping to the U.S. and Canada starting March 30th. So developers can build uh, applications and uh, games and such for the device. In addition, they announced some hardware specs for the HoloLens, what's what's inside of it. Um, I'll read through a little bit of it here. It's got Windows 10. Uh, it's running. It's got their holographic processing unit, which sounds like it's from, you know... <laughs> Some ridiculous, you know, 70s sci-fi movie. Um, and an Intel processor. It's got a variety of sensors, including inertial measurement units, uh, an ambient light sensor, and four environment understanding cameras. There's also a depth sensing camera and a two megapixel HD camera to capture photos and videos. Four microphones inside the headset to pick up uh, voice commands. There's also uh, two gigabytes of RAM, 64 gigabytes of flash storage, Bluetooth, and Wi-Fi connectivity. The whole thing uh, weighs no more than 579 grams, and the batteries will run for around two to three hours of active use, though it will work when plugged in over micro USB with a standby time of two weeks. So it's yeah, like I... a full computer, right? It's like mm -hmm. standalone. 100%. Computer on your head. Yep. I wonder if it gets really hot. That would be bad. It would be <laughs> I'm gonna bad. Put, I'm going to put that out there. That's not good. Hopefully they had the forethought to to make the heat sit, put the heat sink on like the outside and not the inside. I'm sure they would though. I like to imagine someone wearing it with like a sweatband over it. Mhm. Mm really staying cool. Um So Yeah, it's exciting. Did, we didn't talk about that picture of, of Mark Zuckerberg walking down the conference floor with all the people with their Oculus Rifts on. No, we didn't get the chance to. So what's what was the deal with that? Like, because I, I saw it and I was like, wow, I, I saw it like when he Mark Zuckerberg posted it on Facebook. And I was like, that is a that is not the picture I would have chosen to like, hey, check it out. I was in Barcelona, you know, uh, you know, totally do not fear the Skynet is coming. This is all fine. You, you pick that picture to represent, like, your speaking slot at this conference. Uh, and then there are all these stories about how they're like, oh, it's not the dystopian future that you're led to believe it is. And I, But I never read them, so I don't know what the deal was with that picture. Yeah, so the, the very briefly, the scoop of the picture was just that Zuckerberg went on stage for Samsung's announcement at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona, um, and part of Samsung's big gimmick was that you could, which was confusing to me, but you could watch the announcement you were physically at in virtual reality while you were there. That's what I thought it was. Yes. That's so stupid. It is, and, they, and under all the seats, they had the headsets, and so you could put mm -hmm. it on, and I guess it was like an enhanced experience now i i would i don't know what you actually saw i have to assume it was like i said an enhanced thing where there was stuff going on around you while you were watching it um maybe you know it would be well yeah no there's no good reason for that it was one of remember uh i don't know maybe this has been every year but when uh the white house streams the state of the unions uh and they have the uh 
they have these like sidebars, like synced up with what the president's saying, mm-hmm. with like facts and figures or just funny pictures. Sometimes that's really good. Like that's that that is a much more effective. That's that's what C-SPAN should be all the time. Get rid of these stupid flip charts. They use flip charts. They do. My God. Uh, hey, they're keeping Kinkos in business. But you don't need virtual <laughs> reality for that if you're there in person because you just look up at the TV screen to your left or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was a dystopian future that we're all afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, my God. So do you think that we'll ever, like, get on the subway or the train or you'll be, like, driving down the highway, you'll look over and in the in the passenger seat there's this person wired up into a, a headset? Is that... Is this ever going to be an acceptable thing to do in public? Similar, like, on the HoloLens topic. Could, would you ever take your HoloLens to the park and do some work to the coffee shop? Would you ever do that? Uh, <laughs> well, I I should recuse myself because, Dan, I don't, I don't just think that won't happen in public. I don't think that'll happen in private, and I genuinely believe virtual Ooh. reality is, is what Zeppelins were to transportation in the 30s, where everyone thought it was the future, and it turns out it's ridiculous in hindsight. So, flying but, cars or jetpacks or... Do you think it's going to be supplanted by something else? Because that, that's what happens with those things. Like, the Zeppelins, it was supposed to be great, but then, like, airplanes got a lot better. Yeah. Well, Zeppelin, Zeppelin's also got really explodey too, didn't they? Yeah, like, that's what I mean. I, that's yeah. what I mean. Airplanes I, proved to be less explodey than Zeppelin, which is good <laughs> and, and has served mankind. Um, I, I I agree. I think it's and I think that's a good parallel because I think the delivery method is I think what's going to be different. I don't mm-hmm. think screens attached to your eyeballs in that manner is is what the future is. I don't know what the future is, but I don't. I'm not buying that. That's it. I personally Wait. like the Google Glass model or the, you know, the 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 smart wearable devices model more than the screens take over your whole eyeballs model. But that's, you know how horrible I am at predictions. If you've ever seen any part <laughs> of this show, no, in no way should you be surprised. So you just wait until it becomes the biggest piece of technology in five years and I look like a moron sitting without my, I'll be the one guy without it. Um, <laughs> Now, Sean, I, Sean's sitting alone. Well, where everyone else where is did everyone go? <laughs> uh, what about for just like the niche market of gaming? Yes. Niche markets, absolutely. But there's a lot of technologies uh-huh. like that. I, no, I agree. I think gaming is an excellent use for it. And and I think, you know, maybe medical uses. And I, I think there are a lot of specific uses. But this, this, but like this picture as the example of everyone has one on. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little skeptical. I don't know, Colby. What do you think? Will it be acceptable to do this in public? To wear like a a, a virtual reality goggle? Yeah, not like I, walking I, around, I, but at at the coffee shop, like a park bench. Down. Or a, uh, yeah, a park night. Yeah, that's a little weird. I mean, yeah. maybe, but I feel like where doing so gives anyone license to mess with you, like anyone <laughs> just walking by, and you'll never know. The new federal uh, law: don't uh, poke people while they're VRing. No, well, I feel like it's it's like in college if you if if you fall asleep with your shoes on or whatever, people can write on your face, right? It's like a dumb rule, but with your shoes, when was this a thing? I don't know. It was something. uh, Hope you didn't do that to me. I don't remember remember that. Nobody did. We weren't cool enough. I think this was a cool kids party. 
party thing. It's definitely something I heard, though. Maybe it wasn't a real thing and just something people said or if it, it was like from a movie or something. But I think it's about the same like, you know, the the idea being like you were so messed up that you you were you got you just passed out with your shoes on. And so mm-hmm. like, you know, you did this to yourself sort of thing. I think it's the same the same with with wearing wearing VR goggles in public. Like you're asking for it. <laughs> Be present. I can't wait till we have this like while people are people are driving. That that while while they're driving. Yeah. No. Can you imagine like the car has like a feed into your into your visor so like you can you can drive your car in virtual reality. Mm -hmm. But wait, so you would sit at home and drive your car in virtual reality? No, you'd be in the car. You'd just be driving through virtual reality. That. That, that doesn't make I any sense. That's, that's, not a, that's actually not a bad idea because a lot of people have cars and not many people have like steering wheel uh, peripherals for their game stuff. It's not the worst idea. Mm, fair. Alright. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. This, this is weird. I don't get yes. it. it. It is weird. I, I can't... I have trouble imagining how like this will find widespread popularity. But that's what I like uh, about HoloLens is because it's self-contained. Mm-hmm. It is see-through. You know, so it's not it's not really virtual reality. It's augmented reality. Right. Similar to Google Glass. That model makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I think you have a point there. At least, like, immediate future. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not... Or we'll have both, but... It, but... Yeah. Now, one other thing I want to mention, and and our favorite chatter on Twitch, Sin Unlimited, uh, brought brought up our next story for us, uh, already in the rundown. HTC releasing their virtual reality headset, uh, mm-hmm. the Vive. The HTC Vive works with Steam virtual reality. Uh, it does require you hooking it up to your computer, but it's got a bunch of cool stuff that I'm going to uh, read to you right now in a minute once I catch up on the computer. Um the, the headset's most distinctive feature is something they call room scale VR. It means you can walk around in a 15 foot by 15 foot space while being tracked by two laser lighthouses. I don't know what that means. Um, in addition, it's got two remote hand controllers. It also has a built in camera. So if you want, you can see what's going on, you know, with a flick of a switch, you can see what's going on in front of you in the goggles. So if you're in the middle of something and you don't want to take the goggles off, you can see mm. what's going on in front of you because it has that camera built in uh, as well. See? You can drive your car while wearing <laughs> Well, honestly, if you're going to do it that way, that's kind of a good way to do it. And uh, the system can sync with your phone, so if you get a phone call, you can answer it in virtual reality. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean that makes sense. Like, uh, I will say, so I have tried on, I have tried an Oculus before. Uh, on two occasions and it's like kind of a, a process to get it on your head like it's a big thing and you have to like get it adjusted and fix the straps and stuff so like I can imagine uh, it being pretty annoying to have to take it off if you have to I don't know like interact with a person in the, in, in real life yeah I'm not I'm not as excited like I think I think the augmented reality stuff, uh, such as the HoloLens, is 
even more niche than the Oculus Rift. Like, I could see you using this for uh, a lot of more industrial applications, whether it's medical or like architectural or construction. You might take a client to a build site, have them put it on. It's like, this is where the garden will be. This is the building that's going up here. And that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But how many people are going to want one of these for entertainment or for, you know, and that's what a lot of people buy electronics for mm-hmm. is entertainment. And I think that the full immersion ones are going to be a lot more effective and at this point cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you get like the $600 one that just attaches to your gaming console, it's, it's not that expensive. Mm-hmm. But that to me is an interesting distinction. And that one I'm very curious about is connected versus standalone. Mm-hmm. Because they have both, I think, have value. But you look at even the Galaxy, which you just shove your phone in, maybe not as good or as immersive, but you can do it anywhere and you can move while you're doing it. Uh, maybe you shouldn't because you might bump into something, but you get the idea. <laughs> or someone will write on your face. Or like, someone will write on your face. So I, I, I'm curious <laughs> about how many of these we will see, like the HoloLens, that have a processor and actually run on their own and if there's a market for that. Yeah. I think. With, like, augmented, it's kind of necessary, right? Because it's right. not like... you're moving. Right. That's the, the trade-off. It's like, it's not totally immersive, but it's not totally immersive, so you can, like, move around and, like, still be in the real mm-hmm. world. Yeah. But that's, but that's I think, where the price argument comes in, right? Because you say HoloLens is $3,000. That's so expensive. But, you know, if you're going to spend $800 on the Vive and another $1,500 on a gaming PC powerful yeah. enough to use it... You know, you're not you're not that far off. So, well, Hololens is also a dev kit, right? So yeah. it's it's not technically like a consumer consumer, consumer grade software. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are if, perhaps if some like, economies of scale to be leveraged there. If you're like me and don't know anything about technology, I would not recommend buying the Hololens. It probably <laughs> won't work well. That's just my free tip. Um, more free advice. Um, Last point on the Vive, it will be available for $799 in the U.S. Start shipping on April 5th, um, although you can pre-order now. Check that out. Works with Steam on your PC. Um, let's see how we're doing for time this evening. We've got time to do one more quick story. If there's something in here you guys want to want to get to, we can talk about uh, Microsoft's end to their cross-platform. We can talk about iPad rumors, we can talk about the Nissan Leaf, the FCC's ruling on cable boxes, what's, <laughs> what's exciting for you guys? Uh, let's talk about the, the confusing iPad stuff. Let's talk about the confusing iPad, or at least I think it's confusing, we'll have to see what you guys think, but um, we know that there will be an Apple event in March, the rumor date is I believe, that was it the 21st, it's sometime right around there, um, Number of things may be announced. We're talking small iPhones. We're talking new Apple Watches. But one thing is a new iPad. So get this. Currently, Apple sells three versions of the iPad, right? The iPad Mini, which the screen size is what? Seven, eight inches, right? Seven, seven point six or something like that. The iPad Air, which is a 9.7 inch screen. And the iPad Pro, which is a what? 12, 13 inch screen give or take, mm-hmm. um, yeah. three three models, right? Now, what if I told you Apple was going to introduce a new iPad model, okay? 9.7-inch screen. 
<laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. Don't they already have that? You'd kind yeah. of be right. It's confusing. <laughs> the rumor is they're going to take the iPad Pro, which has, by the way, better features in it than the iPad Air. It's got the better uh, speakers. It's got better processor. It's got more RAM. Uh, it's got a bunch of... St- it's got the a better screen. Apple Pencil. Apple Pencil support. Uh, it's got a bunch of stuff in it. They're going to take that and shrink it down and essentially make an iPad Pro Mini. So a, a small... Ver- and then, hypothetically, you'll be able to get a... I'm using my I'm, I'm doing my John Kasich this evening and talking with my hands like this a lot. Um, <laughs> if you're watching the video, um, so you'll be able to get a regular 9.7 inch iPad Air and a 9.7 inch iPad Pro with bonus stuff, assuming it would cost more. That sounds really confusing and unnecessary, if you ask me. Yeah. Because well, then why don't they just put those features in the iPad Air and just... Because I, I guess it wouldn't be as light, maybe? Or as thin? Yeah. I mean, then it's not like... I'm not sure. It's not clear to me. Um, maybe... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess do you want they want to have, like... You know, there have been points in the past where there was, like, a 13-inch MacBook and a 13-inch MacBook Pro, and we didn't find that particularly Mm -hmm. weird. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't find this weird. I Uh, mean, I think people found that weird. Okay, maybe people did. Is that (laughs) still the case? No, no, no. I think it is still the case. I'm looking. No, they have the 15-inch non-retina MacBook Pro. No, so that was weird when it was a 13-inch aluminum unibody MacBook and Mm. then the 13-inch aluminum unibody MacBook Pro. Mm. Right. That that was dumb. Yeah. Oh, right, because the MacBook now is the tiny one. I forgot. Yeah. I thought it had a different name. So now it's all MacBook Pros. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe... I don't know. Maybe it is sufficiently more expensive to, like, support the Apple Pencil. uh, Or something like one or more of those things makes it, uh, increases the price such that they don't want, they want to introduce a new thing uh, at a different price point rather than uh, either compromise on this or jack up the price of the iPad Air. Neither I in it, well, think about it that way. I guess it kind of does make sense. Yeah, and I could see them very easily how they would market it, right? Because you've got you want the regular iPad, you can get a big one or a small one. You want the Pro, you can get a big one or a small one. And it doesn't really matter that the small one and the big one overlap. It's mm. just the fact that you want the Pro with the better stuff and it costs more, or do you want the regular with the less price and it doesn't have as much stuff? Yeah, like it or yeah, like a, a more portable Pro or like. Hey. Yeah, I mean, and, and you can phrase it that way, and I do. I'm sure there's a market for people who want Pro features on a smaller screen. My problem is that Apple's doing this with a lot of their devices because now they're going to supposedly introduce a new smaller iPhone, another model in the line. They're going to introduce a new model of iPad, another one in the line. Because you have to remember. In addition to the iPad Air 3 and the iPad Mini 3, right, which I think 3 or 4 is what they're on, 
they're also selling the older version of those models for less, right? So the iPad Air 2 and the whatever the old version of the Mini is. Um, if they come out with a new iPad Pro full-size, they'll do a, an old i. It'll be the, the 2 and they'll still sell the 1. Um, at some point, when does this product line become overwhelming? Like, I, I look at iPads, right? I was, I was thinking about buying one before I bought the computer. Um, instead of put my money there. And I was looking through the models on the Apple website. I understand how this stuff works. And I found it confusing to tell the difference between, because they sell three versions of the 9.7 inch iPad, mm-hmm. the newest one and two old ones. And all I could mm-hmm. tell was that they were cheaper, but it, even I had a trouble telling them apart. So I just, I don't know. Well, I, I, I think some of that confusion may be unique to you as a person who like, knows things about oh i overthink it hardware yeah, yeah well you like know me. you know too much like for most people it's like some <laughs> their their decision is is some function of of size and price uh right and so so well, what's on sale I th- yeah right right and to, i don't know and for them i feel like the you know they're probably gonna compromise like if they got 500 dollars to spend that's what they got to spend um, and they're not thinking about like, oh, this one is like a little faster. Or it might like age better or something in the Apple ecosystem as new products are released. That that things we're thinking about when I don't know when we're when we're trying trying to evaluate iPad choices. Uh, I think I don't think that's that's normal, or that's the the mainstream. I think decision tree. I think put that way that that makes a lot of sense and you know i guess i just have to accept the fact that that's the case because i tend to give samsung a lot of shit for for having way too many products but i guess maybe it makes sense to have a lot of products because there's a lot of different consumers do do Mm -hmm. we think they're just going to get rid of the ipad air and just have the ipad pro and then whatever crappy ipad they want to sell or i guess just the ipad mini i suppose if if they aren't raising prices i say yes if they can sell it at the price of the of the what is it the 499 base price then i think yeah they would do that but yeah i think colby's right that if they can get more margin and sell it sell it as as an in-between where i want to spend more than an ipad air but i don't want to go all the way to the full pro Mm -hmm. there is a sweet spot there because that pro gets really expensive so right. if they can fit in that sweet spot, I, I I think they would do it. I think there's money to be made. Yeah. I mean, I think some people would definitely be interested in, you know, stuff like the pencil too without, but just like can't afford the giant one because it's giant and unaffordable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting, but we'll have full coverage of that event here on the show later in March. So you're going to want to join us. Some of our best episodes have been Apple event coverage. Um, so I think that's a good idea. Um, all right, <laughs> we are out of time for stories. Uh, before we get to picks, I've just decided, I am the decider and I will decide that, Sin Unlimited, who has been our number one chat person in the chat room on Twitch this evening, thank you <laughs> for interacting with us. <laughs> We're going to send you a prize. How is that? Sin Unlimited, Whoa. email me, uh, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. I, I do not know what we're going to send you yet. Maybe a mug or a T-shirt or a poster or a magnet. I have no idea what. Uh, basically, whatever 
comes up on sale on the custom stuff website, but we're going to send you something with our logo on it <laughs> uh, if you're interested. Don't panic show at gmail.com. And you might be a winner too if you join us in the chat room live Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv slash don't panic show. With that, let's get on to picks, gentlemen. Um, who would like to go first? I'll go first. Yes. All right. What do you got, Colby? Uh, I was going to pick something else, but I remember I saw this today. They release a new version of the Raspberry Pi. It's the ras, which is that that tiny like computer that looks like it's basically like a, a a motherboard with a bunch of stuff on it, and you can run. It's like a computer, a fully functioning computer. And so they release a new one. It's the same price. Um, has a faster 64-bit quad core processor, but I most notably, which I thought was coolest, especially cool, is that it has wireless and Bluetooth built in now. So before you have to, you used to have to figure out something like you have to get like uh, a little USB like Wi-Fi dongle or something if you wanted to wirelessly connect to it. Uh, but now it's built in. So I thought that was pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah. And it's the same price. They're on sale now. You could buy one. 35 bucks. Pick it up now. It's, it's amazing how far that's come in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's a cool project. So I got my old one kicking right over here. I'm Model A or whatever they're calling it. My Raspberry yeah. Pi OG. I have, I have mine, too. I don't know. Uh, I'm not doing anything with it right now. But I should be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of cool, cool pro. As someone who doesn't know stuff about this, I think this is. If I wish I did know stuff so I could do this, because this is. You could know stuff about it. I could know stuff about things. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm the social scary. media guy, Dan. I just, I just, <laughs> I just build marketing strategies. I don't know anything about this. Um, check it out now. RaspberryPiPI.org for more. Um, excellent. Um, I'll jump in. We'll go, we'll go out of order and Dan, Dan can, can take us home. Um, guys, are you fan? Were you big fans of Jon Stewart? Yeah. Okay. Do me Ah. a favor. I'm going to ask that question again. I want you both to say an emphatic yes. Okay. Okay. Guys, were you both fans of Jon Stewart? Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) I saw it like. Like every day or whenever it was on, was it on daily? I don't even. It felt like it was on. It could have been a on show more. that was daily. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Colby, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> you, you could have done better. I um, mean, I, honestly, I just didn't. John Stewart was at the wrong time for me. I just didn't watch it. Like I enjoyed it when I did watch it, but it wasn't something I watched on the regular. Well, the beauty is you can now start because. John Stewart is gone. We're all sad about that. But if you liked his style of takedown, which is one of my favorite things he did, right, where he would get the video clips and the articles and with humor, take on a serious subject and make you think and make you smarter about it. That's what I loved about what he did. Well, he has more than one spiritual successor. So I'm going to give you guys three YouTube channels you should go subscribe to right now. You don't even have to watch the shows on TV. Because they post the full-length stuff on YouTube, which is awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is. And it's and it's high quality. It's like watching it on TV. I never watch these shows. I only see the clips. But I'm going to give you three, okay? First, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver on HBO. You can watch the show if you have HBO. If you don't have HBO, they put it up on YouTube. He just did a fantastic takedown of Donald Trump this past, on Sunday. Um, 
including my new favorite browser extension. I don't want to spoil this whole bit, but part of the conclusion <laughs> is that Donald Trump's family name, they changed it at one point. It was originally Drumpf. D-R-U-M-P-F. Drumpf. And, and, and his whole joke is, well, I don't want to explain the whole joke, but he has a browser extension, Make, make Donald Drumpf Again, which replaces <laughs> Trump in every word in your browser with Drumpf. It's very funny. I recommend it. Uh, and it was a good bit. So you should go subscribe last week tonight with John Oliver to Full Frontal with Samantha B. Now, you may remember Samantha B. as a correspondent on The Daily Show. She has a new show on TBS, like John Oliver, once a week. This past week, she did a great two-part series on Syrian refugees. She went to Syria to talk to them. And with a lot of humor, really showed you the human side of this tragedy and, and and these people who genuinely want to come to America to genuinely have a better life. So um, subscribe to Full Frontal with Samantha B on YouTube. Lastly, Late Night with Seth Meyers. Now a little different, but he does these things called A Closer Look, which are, again, a very similar style. And he's done a number of really great ones that, again, have humor to explain serious issues. I recommend you subscribe as well. So last week tonight, Full Frontal with Samantha B and uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers. Three, what I think are excellent programs, and all the videos are full length on YouTube, so um, definitely worth your watching. Cool. And those are my picks this week. Dan, you've got uh, you've got something yeah. a, a little more uh, fictional for us. What is this? Yes, I do. Uh, we talked about this a little bit last week. Uh, back when I was sick, I also watched Mr. Robot, <clears throat> which you said you also watched, Colby. I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Mr. Robot is uh, a uh, it's a TV show, hour-long episodes, long-format sort of drama thing, a little bit of like a crime thriller sort of uh, thing going on. Uh, it follows uh, a security, a computer security professional by day, hacktivist by night uh, sort of guy. Maybe not hacktivist, but like vigilante, like hacker vigilante sort of guy. Like, you know, finds out when people are cheating on their spouse and then tells the spouse uh, and stuff like that. Uh, and then he gets caught up in this whole crazy conspiracy. Uh, it's really, really good. Uh, the acting by the main guy is uh, phenomenal. Uh, the Technically, like, the stuff they talk about you them doing with computers is accurate. And for the first time almost ever... Uh, extremely accurate, uh, so that that satisfied my inner nerd a lot, and it was just it was good. It was uh, a good way for me to pass a Saturday where I otherwise didn't want to move. Uh, so check out Mr. Robot. It's on USA, uh, so I think they have an app. It's also on iTunes. That's how I got it. Probably also on Amazon. Not streaming yet, as far as I know. No, not that I could see. Neat, neat. I've heard I've heard very good things. It's definitely. Uh... Definitely on my list. Sweet. To check out. Um, it's funny. I, uh, I, I'm trying to cut back. I have a bad habit. Of, like all the subscription things we talk about on the show, I always subscribe to try them and then forget to cancel. And so I end up with all of these charges mm. each month. <laughs> so I went through and I started canceling all of them. And one of them was HBO, which I haven't really watched. So I said, I'm going to cancel mm. it. And then if I change my mind, I can always put it back on. 
But then I was like, well, but I already paid for this month, so I canceled it, but I have it. Oh my god, I've been watching like so much HBO. It's crazy. You know, that's uh, always you how just it happens. Needed to be reminded. I needed it was a reason there. where it's like, oh, it turns out there's all this good stuff on HBO. Who knew? Um, I feel like a fool. I feel like HBO has a lot of good movies. Uh, like they refresh pretty frequently, and they're like, I don't know. They seem to get things like uh, much closer to when they were in theaters than mm-hmm. Netflix or Hulu do. Absolutely. And and not not just like some you know, there are some movies that pop up on Netflix almost immediately and those movies were terrible. But like HBO actually gets kind of like good movies. Like movies you might want to watch. Um yeah, it's kinda cool. I, I I can't not have HBO because I can't not have Comcast and I can't right. not have internet without cable (laughs) yeah no and it it makes sense in in a lot in your situation and in a lot of them and you know honestly i as soon as eight because was it april i think silicon valley starts back up i'm gonna end up just Mm. buying it anyway i think veep's starting back up which which i really enjoy so there's still time to catch up on game of thrones Uh, sean you know in the same way you'll probably never watch the revenant i'm probably never gonna get around to watching game of thrones yeah I mean, I feel like I'll watch The Revenant, Revenant eventually. I'll watch The Revenant when it's on HBO. <laughs> there you go. That would be a good one. I was afraid yeah. you were going to say with TNT, uh, on TNT with like 80 commercial interruptions. The worst <laughs> no. way to watch Please a movie. Please no. <laughs> yeah. You know, edited for time, edited for content. I guess the movie is, that movie is rather uh, vulgar and aggressive. I don't think that would ever <laughs> make it on cable, really, to be honest. Yeah. I'd be very surprised. Um, all right. That is it. We're out of time. We've done it again Rainy. on this leap day. The I, I didn't look at the calendar, but I think this will very likely be the only leap day show we ever do. Because I think the, 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 the next time there will be a Monday, assuming we don't change the day, a Monday leap day could be a hundred years from now. I don't know. That's true. But I think maybe, this was a very maybe. special edition. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I forgot about all day. I've forgotten that it's a weird day. <laughs> But I don't know, man. Real life is for March. Uh, oh. Yeah, well, there's we a- can answer this. We can answer this. Oh, it doesn't go out that far. Well, it'll it would be at least 2020. No, 20s. Uh, yeah, it would be at least 2024. Oh, we'll, we'll still be here then. Yeah, I'm not worried but about that. At least I don't know. Uh, Celebrating our tenth year on the air. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and there. And by the way, oh my god. Yeah, we'll be so. We even if Don't Panic is no longer a thing in 2024, we should, <laughs> we'll come like, back. Do a special, uh, a special like return, return to Don't Panic episode. Just for that, just every every leap day, every four years, we'll just do one. Yep, it'll be our day. Um, and, and Colby, by the way, you reminded me. Everyone should go watch the 30 Rock Leap Day episode. That's yep. a great one. It's a weird leap one, day but a Williams. good one. Yep. <laughs> all right i might go right watch that right now it's a classic um all right well thanks everybody for joining us we talked like eight times during the show about where you can find us don't panic.io go there um and check us out at don't panic show on twitter uh we'll be back next week with even more tech news on behalf of colby and dan uh i'm sean and i thank you for joining us we'll see you next time for even more don't panic